Genre. This is a Pele Media podcast. Welcome to Theme Park This, the only podcast that dares ask the question, are roller coasters part of this balanced breakfast? I'm Brian Green, and with me today I have... <laughs> Hi. Scott Corelli <laughs> and Kyle Crane. Hey, it's me. I'm a silly rabbit. <laughs> uh, so today we are talking about General Mills serial mascots. Uh, so we're going to be uh, making some theme parks for some uh, cartoon characters today. But only only cartoon characters that are made to sell uh, very nutritious cereal. Oh yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's all super nutritious and super super healthy. Yep. Um, Look, it's part of a balanced breakfast along with uh, toast, eggs, orange juice. <laughs> you know, an entire bowl full of bran, just like they show in the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, because every child that's how they eat their breakfast you, is with orange juice. You, and you, yeah, you guys all have like huge breakfasts like that every morning, right? Oh yeah, got the time. Absolutely, sure. <laughs> sure. Uh, so let's first talk, uh, talk about our, our let's talk about some breakfast cereals. What are our favorite breakfast cereals? It can be Ooh. General Mills or it could be you know anything. Scott, what's your favorite? Uh, it's Lucky Charms. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna eat cereal, I'm not much of a cereal guy, um, mostly because I know how bad it is for you. Uh, not because I don't like cereal. I love cereal. Uh, right. and, uh, there's something about Lucky Charms that's always been my favorite. I know that, like, I like, I like. A lot of the other ones, it's like a, it's like a treat. Like I like a, like a cinnamon toast crunch, or a, um, you know, everyone goes nuts for that French toast crunch, and there's a good reason. It's a great cereal. But uh, <laughs> if we're talking about like my favorite, the thing that like, you know, I know that I can always go to the grocery store and get a box if I if I have a craving for sugary cereal, it's always going to be Lucky Charms for me. That's a good choice, uh, Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm like Scott here. I'm you know. 41 year old man not to say it's got that old but i generally need to have a lot of fiber in the morning so i'm eating a lot of oatmeal uh-huh. and blueberries and stuff like that but uh amen I would, brother amen yeah <laughs> but if i if i if you know if diet is not an option uh i, I really get a hankering for some um honey nut cheerios is kind of my mm. go-to thing uh, dry or wet i don't care uh something about <laughs> fruity pebbles is always in the back of my mind but yeah um th- i i tend to stay away from the stuff with marshmallows in it uh but the you kind of stuff that's just like oats or whatever berry berry kicks i don't know it's a long answer to your yeah. question but there's a lot of great cereals out there and they're terrible for you oh they're all terrible for you what about you brian <laughs> uh so as a kid i was always cocoa puffs cocoa puffs were my go-to mm-hmm. uh but I Reese's Puffs I I really like a lot uh Lucky Charms mm-hmm. but I've, I I got to say they need to up that ratio with the marshmallows we need more marshmallows than Lucky Charms mm-hmm. Marbits is the scientific term for what those are <laughs> and actually I had some cinnamon toast crunch while I was working on my pitch for this I needed some inspiration and so here's a second question not quite you know the same as favorite cereal who's 
Who's your favorite serial mascot? Ooh, man, that's a good one. Um, I'm gonna have to stick with the uh, the Buzz B uh, for Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, you know, the fry from Futurama mm. voice and everything. It's uh, it's kind of one of my favorites. Yeah, even though he doesn't do anything, there's no personality traits. He just gets honey. That's it. <laughs> He's voiced by Billy West, though. So you know, Billy it's, West, it's yeah. great. And he cares about your heart. Yeah. Well, somebody does. Thank you, Busby. <laughs> How about you, Scott? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like that's that's a tough one because again, I don't want to. I don't want to just go back to my standard. But Lucky the Leprechaun's great. I like Le- Lucky the Leprechaun because there's something about <laughs> I don't know. Like the, it, it, it's it's weird. It's like he doesn't have like a like a wily coyote energy that that uh, the Tricks Rabbit does. He uh, he he's got he wants he doesn't want the kids to get the Lucky Charms, but he's always creating new. <laughs> lucky charms that the kids want um and i don't know there's just something i i'm i'm charmed by him and as much as uh he is a i don't know if it's even borderline offensive stereotype of an irish person i think it's okay because he's a leprechaun i don't know it seems like that's okay right because he's a leprechaun he's a cartoon character it's whatever i don't know i feel like it's one of the most iconic voices in the serial mascot world is uh, Lucky the Leprechaun, and I, I've I've always liked those commercials. So my favorite, my favorite, I have to go with uh, Chip from Cookie Crisp, uh, but not the current mm. Chip. Right now they're doing this wolf guy who is more tricks rabbity. Mm. Uh, he's trying to steal Cookie Crisp from children, mm-hmm. which I'm not you know huge on. Uh, I like. I liked him in the olden days yeah. from like before my time. I'm the spry 32 year old of this podcast. Uh, from before my time when Chip was with uh, uh cookie crook and cookie cop uh i like i like that there he was always mm-hmm. trying to steal but he wasn't stealing from kids he was stealing from cookie cop you know and i i you know we got to question authority and steal their cereal uh and then back and then the 90s more my era of uh chip the dog uh, i liked it when he was just convincing terrible adults hey cookies are for breakfast you know, he, <laughs> yeah. he would bust in uh, he would bust into a classroom and you know like shove some cookies down to, uh, the, the teacher's throat and tell them that oh, cookies are for breakfast i like that it's a good energy to have just trying to get sugar in kids that's it <laughs> so uh let's start talking let's talk about our theme parks uh so i didn't go yeah, for, for sure. a specific theme for the whole land i i did a little bit of each uh, of different mascots for my land how about y'all did y'all do stick with one cereal or did you did you get with more than one uh so i went pretty hard on the theming for this one i i did i did do multiple but i do have a theme themed land sort of i know what it would look like anyway okay let's talk about that scott what's what's the theme for your land well so um i'm just i'm i'm just calling it like the kingdom of general mills i don't know because i i thought of like like general mills factory but that's not interesting i will say in my research did you guys had you have you heard of the general mills serial adventure no no was this like some sort of pack-in video game in the 90s or i think if checks quest oh checks quest was so good no this was a mini theme park land in the mall of america what wow yes this opened in 2001 and it was sort of like a theme park meets a you know uh museum it was like an edutainment thing about how general mill cereal was made and so like it started with uh there was an exhibit called the farm to table exhibit and it's like (laughs) it was like learning how you could like 
ride a tractor and 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 mill the the wheat and then turn the wheat into flour and then you would like turn that into the cereal and it was all like it was all fake it was all pretend it was like just like cranks and stuff that you would pull and everything and then um there were like different areas so like that was one thing and then there was another area where you could create your own cereal and like you would get to name it and it would print on a box and you'd get a box of the cereal that you made there was like a there was like a cereal bar situation and uh uh it was it was you know it was like a big edutainment general mills thing uh <laughs> you know commercial right yeah um, marketing but, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah uh i i watched like a pbs segment about it um while I was doing my research and, and stumbled upon it. it was the only thing that I could find that had actual video footage of this place was this like PBS uh, uh, thing where uh, the guy that was hosting it couldn't even be bothered to have gone. So like the, the <laughs> woman was just referring to the camera and then he was like pretending to like reply to her like as if it was live and it was not live. I don't wow. know. It was, it was really, it was bad. And then, oh. the, and then at the end, he complained about how his, uh, one of a kind box of cereal was only half full. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and that it was, and that it was a ripoff. And I was like, well, I'm sure the General Mills people were very happy with the end of this segment. <laughs> um, not worth your money, kids. Um, so uh so anyway so i saw that and i and i just thought like well like i don't i don't like the edutainment portion of this like let's not let's not pull punches here let's not let's not actually pretend that these are part of a balanced breakfast let's really just sort of hone in on like I don't know, like the, the nostalgic vibes of it. And so what I'm picturing is a, uh, the entryway, um, you know, and when I may say entryway, it's like a, like an archway kind of situation, like, you know, the archway to Adventureland or Frontierland or whatever. And, uh, it's made to look like, like a factory entrance, but it's not like indoors. Like you go through the art, the factory entrance archway and you enter the, the world of the, or the kingdom of General Mills. What I'm, what I'm picturing the land to sort of look like is something akin to the pure imagination sequence in uh willy wonka you know where you just sort of like look around and like i want to be able to see like oh that's obviously like the tricks area like i can tell that from here it's got the you know the giant like fruit shaped i don't know corn things (laughs) i don't know what you call those (laughs) um and the corn puffs or whatever and you know you look over there and you're like oh well that's obviously you know the cheerio section i can see that and oh look there's some athletic stuff happening over there that must be wheaties you know um (laughs) And, and so like, I wanted to have that sort of, that sort of feel, the, the feel that of like when you first, when those doors first open in, uh, in, in, uh, Willy Wonka to the pure imagination song. And you're just like, whoa, look at this place. Like, that's kind of the, the vibe that I wanted to have. So I got a question real quick. Are, are we, is it still kind of a, in a factory setting or are we transported to another world completely? Yeah. We're sort of, we're sort of like, like the idea is like, Oh, it's the, it's the general mills factory. But what you don't know is that it's not really a factory. It's like a bunch of like magical worlds, you know, mm-hmm. where, where the cereal comes from. I see. Okay. It's a gateway hub. Yeah. Right, right, right. Exactly. Exactly. That sounds fun. I like that. How about you, Kyle? So it is going to be, uh, so I basically, there's, 
no mythology for the serial that I picked, so I'm kind of like shooting from the hip for all of this stuff. So right. uh, I refer to it as the Fey Highlands. Oh wow! Uh, because it's magically <laughs> adventurous. Uh, so this is going to be a Celtic village uh, themed around Lucky Charms, uh-huh. and it's inhabited by friendly fey folk, sprites and leprechauns, things like that. Imagine kind of a cartoony version of kind of an Irish village. So you've got, you know, like a little, ho- it's like almost Hobbiton, if you will, <laughs> but uh, but in a theme park setting. Uh filled with like uh, restaurants, pubs, things like that. And in the middle of all of this are, are nine stand standing stones, almost like a, a druid area with uh, standing stones. Yeah, that's kind of uh, the center for where everything I've got here is taking place. Cool. Uh, so my area, uh, I'm going more for like the kitchen cabaret style uh not not going to be super immersive but it's going to be like oh look a giant (laughs) carton of milk oh look a big glass of orange juice and as you're walking around you'll discover uh, you'll discover the different areas which are going to be themed two different uh two different cereals but your main entrance way is going to be like you're on a giant breakfast table oh nice (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay so uh do we want to move it should be. It should. It should just be called General Mills Balanced Breakfast. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> Balanced breakfast, friends. <laughs> All right, Scott. What you got for your restaurant? Uh, so for my restaurant, uh, I wanted to do something a little different. I mean, obviously, we're talking cereal, so your your first instinct is like, oh yeah, like a cereal bar. Great, done, <laughs> easy, <laughs> um, or or some some such thing like that. And so I wanted to go a little outside the box, not too far outside the box. We're still talking cereal, but I have the General Mills Milk Bar, and this is a frozen ro- yogurt stand uh, where each frozen yogurt is uh, flavored like a General Mills cereal. So you know, you have a like cereal milk, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. you have like a, a Lucky Charms uh, flavor and it tastes like it's frozen yogurt, but it tastes like the milk from Lucky Charms, bowl of Lucky Charms or um, Trix or uh, Count Chocula or whatever. And there's like, uh, there's obviously going to be um, a spots available for seasonal offerings uh, because, mm-hmm. you know, not all, not all General Mills uh, cereal lasts forever. Sometimes it's just around for a few months. That's great that you were able to capture what might be the best part of eating cereal, which is drinking the milk afterwards without drinking it out of a bowl and getting it all over your shirt. You know, it's yeah, yeah right. Just put right. a straw in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's like it's like the General Mills Kingdom uh, version of Dole Whip. <laughs> yeah, cereal is my favorite topping at at the Froyo places. I love love getting fruity pebbles on top of my Froyo. Uh, so for mine, I'm trying to think of like what would be kind of a good like Irish themed place. And my mind kept going back. Have you ever got, have you guys ever been to uh, the Irish pub that is in downtown Disney? Excuse me, Disney Springs, Raglan Road. Yes, I have. Uh, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't want to do that because I just would be ripping off their menu and the whole time. Uh, <laughs> so I decided that uh, I'm going to have a place called the Pot of Gold, and this is going to be Irish fondue. So uh, imagine you could have soda bread with cheese on it. Oysters with cheese on it, Irish stew with cheese on it, Callahan and Champ with ste- cheese on it, Boxty with cheese on it, boiled cabbage with cheese on it, smoked salmon covered in cheese, Coddle, Brumberbeck, and black pudding all covered in cheese. Uh, so that's as far as that joke goes. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
<laughs> I don't remember all of these flavors in Lucky Charms, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm trying to get more like a Irish culture thing, kind of the cultural side of what Lucky Charms, and more the idea of Lucky Charms. <laughs> okay. This is a gritty Lucky Charms reboot. Lucky Charms is very authentically Irish. <laughs> oh, absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, Brian, what about you? What uh, what's your restaurant? Uh, so, you know, on our kitchen table that we have here, we're uh, we, we're going to have a giant cereal bowl, and that's going to be my restaurant. Uh, it's actually not going to be a full-fledged restaurant. It's uh, very similar to Scott's. It is going to be a dessert-focused, uh, but uh, a little bit more variety than just the the Froyo. Uh, we're going to have uh, uh, mostly desserts. Uh, we have Lucky's, uh, Lucky's Lucky Shake. It's uh, going to be like a shamrock shake, but with Lucky Charms marshmallows on top. Mm. Uh, we have the Cookie Cookies and Cream Shake <laughs> with Cookie Crisp pieces. Uh, we have the Cocoa Nut. Uh, it's a uh, a fudge filled donut topped with cocoa puffs and the cinnamon toast bun. It's a giant cinnamon roll with cinnamon toast crunch. Beautiful. Ooh, that all sounds Beautiful. so good. <laughs> I have a headache just thinking about it. It's too much sugar. It goes right to my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's like an insulin tense right outside too, just in case. I would be drinking so much coffee while I was there. <laughs> I would have to to stay awake. <laughs> oh, see, the coffee makes me too anxious nowadays. It makes me anxious and and gives me heartburn. So. Uh, see, it balances off. It has. To to balance out all the sugar for me right i can't uh yeah i'll i'll fall asleep where i stand if i have that much sugar <laughs> so uh let's go on to our attractions now scott what you got okay so uh my attraction is it's it's gonna it's basically gonna be like a 4d movie sort of in the um form of uh the fantastic world of Hanna barbera this is uh it's it's going to be called uh i don't know what it's gonna be called but it's it's gonna be focused around lucky the leprechauns uh our glass charm there are have you guys seen these new in your research did you see these new uh lucky charms commercials that were designed by uh uh uh, uh two venta uh or Do- dos venti animation studio no no so so they've done this new redesign of um of of lucky or at least they did the, these the studio produced five commercials uh, for Lucky Charms, and it seems like they've since abandoned them. But it's sort of a uh, Adventure Time style animation, Ooh, okay? And uh, they are really cool. I'm going to send you guys um, this uh, this image of uh, of this, and you guys should look up these commercials later because they are pretty uh, pretty great. They're it's all traditional hand drawn animation. Um, it's not even flash animation. It's just like really really gorgeous um gorgeous stuff uh and uh we in in this these new these new versions of uh, lucky charms i think these were produced after the original voice actor of lucky passed away in 2016 and then i think these were made in 2017 as like general mills like first idea of like well if we're gonna have to recast the voice let's like really go for it and 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 update all of this right and so we have uh we we have lucky of course and then we have uh his lucky charms which are characters themselves we have rachel rainbow uh howard hart dr ron hourglass (laughs) mr fancy hat who is the uh uh, clover and then we have uh blue the blue moon red the red balloon uh shooting stan star and tom horseshoe who has a mustache and he's like a muscle man <laughs> yeah it's it's this really cool animation style it it feels like it would be um much more relevant to kids today than than all the stuff that we had today so this is sort of the animation style that i want to base this story off of 
so the idea of this is that Lucky is using the hourglass to travel through the history of General Mills. Uh, because there's there's something going on with the history of of General Mills and 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 cereal and uh, and the idea is that it all it, you're going through like all the different animation styles, all the different brands. So it's not just Lucky the Leprechaun in the way that you know the Fantastic World of Hanna Barbera isn't just the Jetsons. Um, and you're you're going through like old tricks commercials and everything. You're even going through old. Lucky, uh, the Leprechaun commercials, uh, Lucky Charms commercials, and seeing that old uh, Lucky the Leprechaun and uh, that the voice of uh, the voice actor that um, passed away a few years back, um, and uh, all of this is going to say that like the the uh, the villain of this is uh, a character called Waldo the Wizard who replaced Lucky the Leprechaun for a year in the uh, New England area in 1975 <laughs> and has has since been f- completely forgotten and the 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 idea is that he is the villain of this and so the difference between these two characters looking into the history of lucky the leprechaun is that lucky was always trying to keep his cereal away from the kids right and he didn't want to share it with anybody and what General Mills was afraid of was that, like, oh, he's not a very, like, endearing character because he's, like, selfish and he doesn't want to share his cereal. And we want the kids to have the cereal because how else are their parents going to buy it if they don't eat the cereal, right? And and so, like, maybe we should change the, the, the mascot. And so they changed it in the New England area as, like, a test area to this character called uh, Waldo the Wizard. Waldo the wizard was this like doofus looking bad wizard and his lucky charms were what he used to do his spells. Lucky uh, or, or and uh, uh, Waldo wanted to share all of his lucky charms with everybody. He wanted to share his magic with the world. And uh, so like he was sort of the opposite of what um, Lucky the Leprechaun was. Uh, it didn't last. <laughs> um, it wasn't uh, as instantly iconic as Lucky and General Mills had already put um, you know, probably millions of dollars in advertising into uh, Lucky the Leprechaun. So they decided to just stick with him. And uh, so he has been forgotten. And what the what the end of this ride ends up being is that, you know, Lucky is like, you know, like sort of puts his arm around him and it's like, you know, like jo- join us and, you know, be part of our world. And, and you know, we're, we're going to remember you. And he was like, OK, but, you know, I want everybody to remember all of the forgotten uh, cereal from from General Mills, and so what what you get at the end is after after the ride is over, the gift that Waldo the Wizard has given now that he's a part of the the General Mills family is that you exit through the cereal shop, <laughs> and in the cereal shop, every General Mills cereal that has ever been made is available in this shop. Oh wow! So like all the discontinued General Mills cereal. This is the only place you can get it. So you can get Fruit Brute here. You know, you can get Yummy Mummy. You can get all of these cereals that were forgotten as long as they're not like part of a, a branding thing. Because I think there's like a Disney Princess cereal that General Mills had. Obviously, we can't, they can't bring that back. Um, probably can't br- bring back the Nickelodeon slime cereal. Um, but as long as it's not the Nintendo cereal system. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So like, as long as it's not like branded like that, like they, they're going to bring it all back. And, uh, and that, that was, that's, uh, that's, uh, Waldo, the wizard's gift to the audience who went on this, uh, this adventure with, uh, lucky the leprechaun. That's a lot of fun. Uh, it reminds me a lot of Epic Mickey. Did you, 
Do you ever play that? Uh, no, but I've watched like walkthroughs of it because I was really jealous of everyone who could. Right. Because I really <laughs> wanted to. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, it's sort of like Oswald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oswald, the lucky rabbit. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I like the whole, you know, um, capitalism versus socialism idea in it too, whereas <laughs> the leprechaun just wants to hold everything for himself and the wizard wants it to be d- given out to all the workers. Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> but, but the important thing is that, you know, in the end, capitalism does win. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. This yeah. is America, Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Kyle. Let's hear it. Let's, uh, what, what have we got? So here's the thing. Um, I have gone hard on my e-ticket for this thing, mm-hmm. so my attraction was one that I just spent a lot of time tapping my pencil against <laughs> my paper trying to figure out what I was going to come up with. And uh, I think what I'm going to have for my attraction is uh, we're all fans of Trader Sam's in Disneyland and in mm-hmm. Disney World, right? Of Chain course. Of Tiki Bar. Oh, yeah. Of course. Love it. Fantastic. I like other kinds of alcohol as well, and uh, I happen to be a guy who likes whiskey. I know, Scott, you as well, like mm-hmm. you know, that kind of stuff, too. What if we took the Trader Sam's idea, Enchanted Bar, and instead applied it to an Irish pub? Ooh. So uh, what I'm thinking oh. is an Irish pub. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to uh, be there right now. You don't even have to finish the explanation. <laughs> man, I'm telling you, we need to get a franchise of these things started. The Lucky Charms themed Irish Enchanted Pubs. Uh, so what I'm thinking is is kind of, kind of a little bit bigger than Trader Sam's. And for the folks out there who haven't been, this is a bar where uh, they'll have different drinks on the menu you order, and then different things happen in the bar itself. So if you get a zombie, the person who brings it to your bar will kind of act like a zombie when they bring it to you. They might wear a mask and then purple lights will light up and stuff like that. In this bar, I'm thinking that you have same thing. You order a whiskey or something like that, and it's brought to you by a maybe uh, an elf or a sprite or something like that. Kind of the bar comes to life with all sorts of Celtic uh, uh, magic, if you will. Um, and I'm also thinking in the middle of this, there is a big uh, round uh, stage area where traditional Irish dances would be performed and maybe uh, music and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's kind of all I have for this. A uh, enchanted Irish pub as my attraction. I know it's kind of a restaurant, too, but I kind of felt like this one, it, there's a, a bit of a tie in culturally. So this is so up my alley because I love <laughs> yeah. whiskey drinks. Yes. And yeah, that was my only issue with that's my only issue with Trader Sam's is that uh, tiki drinks aren't really my thing. Yeah. But yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I want this. Some days you feel like something fruity and sweet. Some days you feel like something that's a little bit more akin to uh, gasoline, you know? So, right. uh, you know, Guinness, <laughs> things like that would be served as well. So, uh, yeah, Irish uh, enchanted pub. So, Brian, uh, what is your attraction? Uh, so, my attraction is called Chip's Cookie Heist. Uh, it's going to be a classic fantasy <laughs> land style dark ride. I'm um, thinking along the lines of uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. So, uh, lots of hairpin turns, lots of like uh, very manic, very kind of crazy. Uh, so you're in the line, you're in the queue and you find out in the queue that cookie cop has outlawed cookie crisp cereal because cookies are not for breakfast. So there'll be wanted posters offering a reward for chip for trying to you know, sell kids cookies for <laughs> breakfast. Uh, and so you'll, you'll get in your car. You're in a giant cookie jar with wheels in the very first scene, cookie cop. He's locking down all of t- the town's cookie crisp cereal in a vault. <laughs> Um, in the next scene, you're gonna uh, you're uh, you'll go in and you're in a home with Chip, and then there are going to be some children watching uh, Cookie Cop locking up on the television screen, uh, locking up all the Cookie Crisp cereal. Uh, Chip says, "We will get back there, Cookie Crisp." Uh, and then the next two scenes are going to be Chip, you know, trying to break into the vault. Uh, inevitably, he's going to be caught by Cookie Cop these first two times, but on his third attempt, he's going to rig the vault with explosives while the children distract 
cookie cop uh, the vault door will explode and the final scene it will be raining cookie crisp cereal chip will ask cookie cop what he thinks of what he thinks of his cookie crisp cereal now and cookie cop will admit that you can have cookies for breakfast (laughs) (laughs) and so that's chips cookie heist (laughs) love it i love it ready to move on to our e-tickets yeah so uh all right my my e-ticket i i actually so i was really struggling with which storyline i was going to go with on my e-ticket versus my attraction because neither i don't think either of my choices really fit the e-ticket mold like i mean you know i mean i think i think i think depending on the effects on the ride i think they could um but it i wouldn't exactly call this a thrill ride it's it's again it's a it's more of like a a heightened attraction level uh ride also this is a general mills theme park so their budget is probably going to be lower than most (laughs) other theme parks and uh and and it's and it's for kids you know so uh this is of course uh going to be called the monster castle mystery tour And it's going to be a Mystic Manor style uh, dark ride through the uh, the the monster cereal castle. This is going to be based on specifically the animation of the monster cereal commercials from 1986 to 1987. Uh, <laughs> it's a very specific time period, but I think that the animation in these, and if you look it up, uh, the animation in these are. Uh, really gorgeous. They do this really cool thing where, um, the shadows are sort of like sketched on them. Uh, and it's, it just, it looks very, I don't know, like drawn and, and stylistic and, uh, and, and just really cool. The, the ride is going to be based around that animation style and the mystery that you are coming to, uh, solve is that like the monsters are missing. And what you find out as you're going through is that they're missing because they're afraid of something. And so as you go through, you're trying to find out what the monsters are afraid of and get them to come out of hiding so that you can have their cereal. You you enter through the castle foyer and that's where you meet uh, Count Chocula. Uh, and you know, you, you're, you're trying to figure out like, okay, is he afraid of, you know, bats? And he's like, no, you know, it's like, no, I'm not afraid of bats. I'm Count Chocula. <laughs> like, come on. Um, and so like, it's all of these sort of effects as things come to life as you go through each of these areas and meet these, the monster cereal mascots. So you have Count Chocula in the castle foyer. You have Frankenberry in the laboratory. You have Boo Berry in the graveyard. You have Fruit Brute in the kitchen and Yummy Mummy in the hallway uh and you know in each one of these things they're they're coming alive and it's a it's a mixture of animatronics and projections um much like mystic manor all of the all of the spooky imagery isn't isn't spooky it's like spooky in a fun way in a very kid-friendly way and none of the monsters are afraid of any of that what they're actually afraid of is you because you're human and that terrifies them. <laughs> so the thing that they were scared of this whole time were these damn tourists. <laughs> Is there a reveal moment where like you pass by like a mirror or something like that and it's like the thing we were scared yes. of was the real monsters you the whole time. You, you, right, exactly. <laughs> and so then uh but 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 they realize that you've been trying to help them this whole time so to just just to help them go that little further you go through in one set of mirrors with the reveal that it's you that they're afraid of. And then as you're going through the mirror, uh, uh, one of them casts a spell that um, turns you into monsters. And so you become monsters oh. in the, 
in in the mirror and then you get to join the party in the end and uh and eat cereal with the with the monsters a, a, a party a monster mash if you will outstanding yes okay. exactly <laughs> oh that's what it should be called the monster castle monster mash or something. <laughs> monster cereal castle monster mash i don't know uh, um or mystery mash mystery mash make sure you put some colons in there you know yeah well some punctuation <laughs> no i don't think so i think i think the less punctuation the better all right <laughs> Um, so anyway, so that's my, that's my e-ticket ride. Uh, it's, it's a, it's a, probably a trackless, uh, dark ride system in the style of, uh, Mystic Manor. Love Very it. Cool. Uh, that is, uh, I was so happy that somebody did the, um, the General Mills monsters because they are probably kind of like the flagship franchise of the General Mills uh, as far as the, the characters go, huh? They're, they're pretty, they're pretty great, especially like as yeah. far as like, you know these sort of uh serial fandoms go i think everybody has a very strong fondness for the monster serial mascots that sounds like a lot of fun <laughs> all right so uh for mine the e-ticket i went with for lucky charms and the main attraction of the fey highlands is going to be called lucky's quest the ride vehicle is probably something i need to kind of talk about before i get into the the story of this whole thing so uh you guys are familiar with the uh, avatar flight of passage ride vehicle right of course right. It's, okay, so, it's basically like reverse uh reverse soren right it it is yeah yeah so it's the same concept as soren uh which this ride I'm, i've come up with is not but the ride vehicle itself is kind of like it almost looks like a um, like a crotch rocket motorcycle if you get on yeah it. So you're kind of sitting on it and uh it's supposed to emulate flying on the banshee so mm-hmm. uh my ride is based on the lucky charm serial franchise but then also uh, Celtic mythology, and there is a Celtic myth about a seahorse, uh, not actually a seahorse, but a horse from the sea, if you will, <laughs> uh, which is called a Kelpie, K-E-L-P-I-E. And the idea of this horse is they usually, uh, if you're a person who's traveling through the countryside and you become kind of tired, a Kelpie is supposed to come along and pick you up and help you on the rest of your way. Mm. Um, they're not real folks, but uh, so I've, I've had the idea of using that as a ride vehicle. So imagine if you get on one of these 3D glasses on and maybe three by three. So like nine people at a time in a, in a in a room that is almost like a very small scaled down version of Flight of Passage. So screen in front of you, motion simulator, and then the sensation that you are riding on a magical horse. OK, so you are summoned to the nine sand standing zones in the middle of the Fey Highlands where Lucky tells you that the nine mast, excuse me, the nine mystical Lucky Charms have been stolen. Oh no. Uh, now if, oh, if no. I know it's, it is terrible. <laughs> if these stones were stolen, uh, they, whoever gets all of nine of them together could open up the golden treasure by combining them together. So just to let you, everybody know, I didn't know this. Apparently there, I just, I just knew the names of the nine different lucky charms because they're listed every time the commercial comes on, but apparently they all have powers like Scott, you alluded to earlier. There was like a, uh, one that was able to help uh, time let, travel. Let you travel. Yeah. The, time. the hourglass. Yeah. 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 So we've got, uh, the hearts, which uh, have the power to bring things to life. So like power of love is kind of like, uh, I think we're going by Care Bear rules here. Uh, shooting stars, which give the, uh, e- the devourer the power to fly. Horseshoes, the power to sleep, speed up or slow down time. Green clovers, which would be luck. Uh, but you never know what kind of luck you're going to get. Blue moons, the power of invis- invisibility. Rainbows, instantaneous travel from one place to another. Tesseract. Uh, red <laughs> balloon, a power to make things float. Uh, unicorn, uh, which it, it uh, would heal whatever troubles you, which is you know kind of strange. But and then a, a moon, <laughs> which is the uh, power to change uh, or alternate gravity, so floating or making something float or something like that. So, um, 
these nine different stones have been stolen from the standing stones in the middle of the village, and Lucky has asked you to help him get them back. So, guess would board a Kelpie and track down three different mythological Irish, uh, excuse me, uh, Celtic creatures who have possessed three of these stones. So basically, what happens at the beginning of the ride is uh, you and your guests get to choose three of the stones to take with you. So in actuality, six of them are missing. Three of them that you get to choose come with you. And you will use each of those stones, one power per stone, to fight one of these mythological creatures at three different stops. So uh, the first one is, the first stop would be called Swan Cove, which is the home of the Selkie. So guests would travel across the Irish coast along cliffs with the sea below them. Uh, they'd been, then make their way down the coast and the shoreline along shipwrecks that are haunted by ghosts of drowned sailors. And eventually they'd find themselves at the Wicklow White House excuse me, Wicklow Lighthouse, uh, which is uh, inhabited by a Skelkie, which, excuse me, a Selkie, which is a half seal, half woman, kind of like a, a sea witch, mermaid type character. So let's say the guests choose, or they chose to use the uh, rainbow on this one, then they could travel from place to place. The Selkie would try to get them would uh, run out of energy and then it would drop one of the other stones that it has. This would all make uh, the entire ride, the encounters you have like randomly generated. So we give the guests the ability to come back and ride it multiple times, pick different stones to use or excuse me, charms and uh, kind of give a, a variation on the ride itself. Uh, the second stop is called Dunagore Castle. These are all based on real uh, places in Ireland, by the way. Uh, so guests would leave Swan Cove and make their way across the Irish countryside towards the ruins of a castle in the distance. Uh, they would encounter the mythological Slow, which is uh, a restless spirit that takes the form of a flock of ravens. To escape the Slow, they would have to go into the ruins of Dunagore Castle, uh, where they would encounter a banshee. And then, of course, they would use another stone to defeat the banshee and then pick up a, excuse me, charm. I keep saying stones, I mean charm. I think you know where I got the inspiration for all this stuff <laughs> uh, with magical stones. Uh, so Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm a- just waiting for Irish Thanos to show up. I don't know. <laughs> Just wait. Uh, So (laughs) then eventually they would come to the third and final uh, area, which would be the uh, standing stones of the AOC, uh, which is AOS and then the second word SI, but it sounds like AOC, I guess when you say it. Uh, So eventually you're going to get there and uh, you'll get to the final boss encounter, if you will, of the ride. And it turns out it's actually Lucky the Leprechaun. And he explains to you that he's tricked you to bring all the stones here together so he can combine them (laughs) and. What's that? Charms. <laughs> Charm. Charms, not stones. Charm, right? excuse me. Thank you. Charms. And combine all the charms and get the final golden treasure. Uh, so he is uh, will levitate everybody in the air when all of a sudden from out from behind one of the standing stones jumps Lucky the Leprechaun, where he tells the guest that he's going to help you fight the original Lucky. You guys battle it out. You use your final charm to uh, weaken him, and it turns out the previous lucky you have been fighting is actually a changeling uh who took the form of lucky to try to to try to get these charms from you so he could steal the treasure so uh after the end of that you're able to banish him off to land of spirits and then lucky uh with your help puts all these the charms back into standing stones and uh everything is uh is a-okay in the land of the fey highlands but i'm thinking that you the ability to choose these different charms at the beginning of the ride that would give you like different powers to fight these monsters uh, could uh, give you kind of a variation on everything that would give people uh, a reason to go back and write it multiple times. So uh, that is Lucky's Quest. Very cool. Yeah, I like the the switch, switching out the the ride so it could be different 
every time. I like that a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's cool. I worry that General Mills will not sponsor your park, Kyle. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I I would go to your park if it was just like an Irish theme park. I I worry about General Mills sponsoring. It, <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I would. I I love your park. I just don't know. I don't know the whiskey and the 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 Celtic stones that are. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know. Loosely don't know. themed is is a way to describe this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so Brian, tell us about your uh, your e ticket. So I got dangerously close to having a an Irish Thanos as well uh, <laughs> because my e ticket is called Lucky's Charmed Adventure. Mm. Uh, this is going to be a log flume in the style of Splash Mountain. Uh, the show building is going to be disguised as a beautiful lush green mountain. Uh, there's going to be a large rainbow arcing from the clouds at the mountain's peak that goes to the ground. Uh, the ride will begin. Lucky has lost his lucky charms, and he is going to set out to find them. As the rider is ascending the mountain, we will see him in animatronic form collecting his charms, a uh, heart horseshoes clovers moons stars uh by the way scott i love love the animation style on those new commercials so i'm, I'm going to set it in that style too yeah. because i like it, that a they're lot. gorgeous right <laughs> right i that's I, I saw that and uh, when it first loaded i saw the the rainbow and i was like is that princess rainicorn or uh, <laughs> and i was like oh no the no, lady rainicorn is like no no that's actually a rainbow <laughs> So after he collects the moon and the star, he says all he needs are the rainbow and the pot of gold. And so at this point, the boat is going to ascend to the top of the mountain through some clouds. And you're going to end up in a rainbow tunnel that is going to be uh, where you are going up a lift hill. And once you found the rainbow, you are going to be able to find the pot of gold. The only way to find the pot of gold, though, is to slide down the rainbow. Mm. And so the uh, the final lift hill is going to be uh, going up the the crest of the rainbow and then dropping down the rainbow into a giant pot of gold on the ground. Now, now, what you guys may find out on the day that this is released is that uh, Brian has actually uh, created an artistic rendering of this. Uh, <laughs> that is uh, one of the finest works of art I have ever seen. Disney Imagineering, I am available. I will quit teaching to work for you. Uh, so you fall into the pot of gold. The final show scene is lucky with all of his lucky charms and happily dancing until some children come and steal his lucky charms. Ah, kids always <laughs> ruin all of the the best experiences <laughs> at theme parks. <laughs> so that that's that's Lucky's charmed adventure. Oh. <laughs> Not so charmed as it turns out. Oh. No, that's great. Uh, when when is the uh, when is the overlay happening on uh, Splash Mountain? It's tomorrow, actually. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna use this for our retheme this of Splash Mountain. That's perfect. Yeah, less work. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, what else are they doing? Right, the parks are closed. <laughs> Let's just get this overlay <laughs> happening. Just take out all the problematic things of Disneyland, and half the park is gone now. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh man yeah no that's great i uh yeah i love that um i think uh i would i would go to all of our parks i think the one i would go to the most would be kyle's um but that's because i can buy whiskey there uh <laughs> <laughs> it's fair it's fair um i might uh, i would i would probably get most of the things at kyle's restaurant as well i would just ask for less cheese 
Maybe less cheese. Yeah. yeah. Less well, I mean, it's fondue. You can dip it in if you want to, or you don't have oh, to. Oh yeah. I mean, personally, sure. I would be at Brian's all day though because of that. I've been thinking about that donut the whole time <laughs> you were talking about. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, General Mills, listen. If you guys want to design a theme park, you know who to call. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This is a this was Thank a good you. one. I think it was kind of cool to get out of the uh, headspace that we've been in, kind of like movie themed and stuff like that, mm-hmm. to, to get to something more a little bit more abstract, right? Uh, which was kind of For the fun sure. coming up with this one. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it'll be. It, we have about fifteen <laughs> seconds worth of uh, backstory to to deal with. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> hey, I got specific animation eras in my stuff, so you sure did. Yeah, I did my research. Darn it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, podcast not sponsored by General Mills. Um, but, uh, if they're interested, you know, reach out. Let us know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we are accepting, uh, Patreon sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so anyway. duelinggenre.com slash supports. Uh, with that, you'll get a retheme this podcast and our fast passes. Mm hmm. In addition to a whole yeah. lot of other dueling genre podcasts, we were talking off uh, off mic uh, yesterday about uh, maybe doing an episode about the wizard um, that that movie uh, because they visit a theme park. Because we were talking about doing, I don't know if we talked about that in one of our previous episodes, but we talked about doing episodes of uh, the Fast Pass episodes where we talk about like episodes of sitcoms where they went to theme parks or mm-hmm. uh, movies where they visited theme parks or. Uh, Things like that, movies with theme parks in them, even fake theme parks. Um, so uh, yeah, that that that's coming soon to the Fast Pass because I don't think there's a lot of news. It's usually going to be our news podcast, but there's yeah. not a lot of news in theme parks uh, other than you know, uh, well, when is the new opening date? Is it being pushed back again? No yeah. one knows. <laughs> so <laughs> will we ever we gotta... see that new Spider-Man ride? Probably not. <laughs> I don't know. Um, <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, so those are, those, those fast passes are going to be probably about stuff like that for the foreseeable future. And then of course, retheme this, we just did an episode on, uh, uh, we did the, I think we've done at this point, I think we've done all of, uh, Marvel superhero Island. So, um, yeah, yeah. So go back and uh, listen to those. If you're a, a Patreon subscriber, um, but those were a lot of fun. Those were indeed. So, uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. And uh, we will talk to you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.